welcome to Make It So So, a podcast about the not-so-good episodes of Star Trek. Today we're talking about Meridian, which is episode 8 of season 3 of Star Trek, Deep Space Nine. As Dax falls in love with a trans-dimensional drifter, Quark tries to copy Kira for an erotic holosuite simulation. And if that doesn't make you want to see this episode, I don't know what will. <laughs> yeah, you just you said it all. Yeah. You said it all. Uh, Dan, you want to start with your first impressions? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so this episode is two stories that are completely and utterly unrelated. Mm-hmm. Um, one that's kind of boring, <laughs> and the other one that's absolutely ridiculous. Which almost sounds like it could, you know, balance itself out, but it really doesn't. Yeah. This this episode drags along and just it's just full of groans and yeah, that's about it. All right. Beth? Yeah. <laughs> so like most episodes that we review, I think this episode has some interesting ideas um that mm-hmm. I don't think are explored uh fully or very well. I also think that the two different storylines don't like fundamentally bother me or anything, but I, I just think that they only had about 10 minutes of material for each. And then they made that last 45 minutes. So I was definitely time taking quite a bit. I, I don't think the episode is really all that bad, especially in comparison to a lot of the ones that we reviewed in the past. But, um, but yeah, I guess we'll talk a little bit more about the things that I think are interesting about it in, uh, in a few minutes, but, um, Newman, what's your, what's your first impression? Um, I would normally give my opinions, but I'm going to give the showrunner's opinion oh, for okay. this episode. <laughs> okay. um, Excellent. So, so Iris Stephen Bear, who was basically the showrunner of DS9, uh-huh. um, fun fact, he based this episode on Brigadoon, which is a famous play oh, yeah. over in Europe, okay. which is essentially the same plot of a city showing up every so-and-so. Yes. Dan um, turned to me, I think, yeah, and mentioned it, that when we were yeah. watching it. Yeah. It, not just based on. It was the exact, exact same plot. It's, it's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think in Brigadoon, it was like a magical curse or something. Yeah. And in this, it's techno babble. Right. Right. And, Quantum fluctuations. Right, exactly. Yeah. And he was um, asked, you know, what he thought, it, you know, was it a good idea to do? And he said, I am a moron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, okay. I will leave it at that. Uh, that's that's from the okay. showrunner's own mouth. Okay, but see, I wonder. Like, was that that couldn't have been his opinion while making it? I don't think so. Yeah, that, I think this is a. Uh, so is it just the is it the feedback that like provides the clarity, no. or were they just all on drugs? Or? Could be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know What's, what what changes someone's opinion that much. True. I kind of wonder from his perspective. I kind of wonder how much of it is like we've talked about this several times about how much TV as a storytelling medium has changed like since these shows were on TV. Like nowadays, you know, if someone writes a six episode season, that's totally acceptable. But Mm -hmm. here when they're doing like 20 episode seasons, people just have to write stuff. And like in your mind, it might be this is totally appropriate for an episode and people are going to like this. But in hindsight, they're just like, oh, wait. (laughs) <laughs> that was probably yeah. not necessary at all and just filler garbage. So I, I mean, I wonder how much of that is just like pressure to like, just create that many things for a season, you know? I, I certainly think that's part of it. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, don't know. I mean, it's no excuse. Yeah, right. Make 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 good quality it's no stuff. Excuse. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and TV is much different. I mean, there's a lot more episodes per season back then. As yeah, now. and that was like so. totally the standard. I remember in the '90s, like and 2000s, I was a giant X Files fan. But those seasons are like 25, 27, yeah. oh, something like 30 episodes long. I remember mm-hmm. the. I remember when the DVDs were a thing, and as a you know, young person, they were astronomically expensive. There was no they way really I could were. ever buy them because they were like a hundred dollars yeah. a season. Yep. Um, yeah. Now the whole thing's on Netflix, but yeah. um, you know that I just TV is, there's nothing like that anymore. Like nothing has that many really, that, unless you're watching no. like modern family or something, which is hot garbage. And but, even those are, are shorter. Yeah. You know, those, those are like shorter seasons too. So yeah. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. Anyways, um, yeah. I mean, I personally mm. love the tiny, like, sh- like Sherlock is one of my favorites. The like three episode seasons that are each episode's like two hours or something. I love that. Um, but right. You know. But that, I mean, that's in, in runtime that kind of evens out cause it's, you know, that's <laughs> two or that's like yeah. three movies, you know what I mean? Right. Yes. Or, yeah, well, it's yeah, just, yeah. It's Essentially. Just yes. Long form storytelling exactly. is much better than everything wrapping up in 22 minutes. Yeah. Right. And right. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and nothing is ever consequential. Yeah, to <laughs> anything <else>. exactly. <laughs> right. Um, <sighs> yeah. So let's right. let's get on with yeah, this. Let's do it. This is, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in the beginning, mm-hmm. I believe uh, we're on some area of the ship, yep. and Kira and Odo are hanging out. Yep, mm-hmm. they're having coffee. So just, just, just. Leave I just want to. Well, can I interject, Kira? Is, well, yes, can I interject yes, for a minute and say that? There's a really excellent coffee cup cameo. My grandmother okay. had that exact same coffee cup when I was growing up, and it just brought back all the nostalgia of my childhood. Was it because of Star Trek? Was no, she a fan? No. It's oh, just okay. she had this wacky shaped cup. So for our listeners out there, it's a cup that's like kind of reversed in shape. It has like a a narrower cylinder and then kind of like a mm-hmm. triangle shape out to the out. bottom. Yeah, yeah, it flares out to have this like really wide base and then like a regular handle hers was a different color um kira's is blue my grandmother's was like brown but i guess the idea is that if it's in on a table or something it's hard to knock over i have no idea it's probably really hard to clean it makes makes total sense yeah Yeah. but she totally had that cup and just made me really happy to see has nothing to do with the podcast so sorry guys but was your grandmother's also replicated (laughs) no i don't i don't know actually i never asked her i mean it could be you know (laughs) Awesome. So Kira is uh, drinking some coffee, yep. um, and it, she made it too hot or something. But Odo, so Odo is very confused. Mm-hmm. He's like, "What? Well, why would you make it too hot?" And she explains, "You know, it's all about waiting and savoring, or whatever, whatever, whatever." Mm-hmm. And uh, and legitimately a funny scene to me. I it totally was on board for this. Uh, she, I think, asked Odo about if he's ever eaten or drank anything because mm-hmm. he doesn't need that. Mm-hmm. And he said he doesn't he doesn't really like it because he doesn't have taste buds. Right. But also that it was very messy experience. The way he said it too sounded like instead of eating it, he like smeared it on his body or something. It was <laughs> oh, like see, a very I, almost sexual in nature, like messy. Really? Oh, see, I took it as a totally different thing. Oh, really? I think he was he was describing the first and only time he's ever defecated. <gasps> oh. oh Yeah. Like if he's mimicking, you know, oh. human digestion, maybe, you know, he didn't know what to expect and what to prepare for. 
I like that. So that I think makes a lot yeah, of the sense show opens with a uh, Odo shit himself joke. I think that I might be giving the writers a bit too much credit, but if if they did that, <laughs> then then yes, I I like that. <laughs> I, yeah, because in, in right. my brain in my notes, I wrote like why I was eating messy. I don't understand, but yep. well, I mean, yeah. on the exit, eating can be pretty messy, lot. like barbecue and you know, you know yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> or s'mores right all right so uh so now we meet i believe his name was tyran uh yeah tyran tyran yeah. i think yeah. uh who is our uh, uh obvious bad guy his outfit is great i, I yes. wrote down his, his outfit, outfit is yes. amazing Insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's made of like like if you were to patchwork a whole bunch of tapestries yes. and like ornate carpets together yes. his whole look yeah. to me is pretty pretty nuts he doesn't have okay, lips. Okay, so he has... Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have lips. And his nostrils face up. Uh-huh. Which, I mean, sucks if it rains. Yeah, right. But also, the thing that like I could not get past, another face quirk mm-hmm. that I could not deal mm-hmm. with, his chin is on crooked. Oh, I didn't even notice oh, that. Oh, really? I didn't notice Oh, that. my God. <laughs> it is unbearable wow. it's off center and angled slightly off for just this like, scene or for the whole episode for, for, for the whole no for the whole friggin episode oh, wow. it's just staring at you like i i don't think i'm ocd but i think this like can get anyone can get you there to just i don't know Dan, of the three of us like, only I, you noticed so <laughs> i'm not sure uh, go ahead go ahead go back some time look at it we'll put it we'll put a picture up I'm on the website okay. it is you can't look at anything else on the screen when his stupid crooked face is on yeah oh yeah, yeah. I, I also so, found it interesting this yeah. is the second episode in a row we've done where the alien has some <clears> sort of stuff on their forehead like yes symbols or writing yes you know what i mean yes yeah, um, yeah. Just like, is that like other a, aliens is that like, like a ds9 writing. like makeup uh like go to like put some crap on their forehead and it'll yeah. look all <laughs> well, all fancy well i mean everyone's pretty conservatively dressed mm-hmm. right right so so you can't really do a whole lot outside of like hands and faces that's true yeah. So I get it. Yeah. I guess that's true. Yeah. I thought this other kind of interesting. Okay. So but, but he, yeah, uh, yeah. so there's an I can never remember this actor's name, and I should have looked it up before we started. He was Je- on Jeffrey Combs. His, is that the same actor? Like the redheaded guy. He's Who's been in a bunch guy? of things. What? What was that? Sorry. Yes. The, the it's person. A, Jeffrey it's Combs, the same yeah. actor, right? The person who's playing this this character that we're, we're, yes. we're talking about. Yeah. He's yes. like a he's like a Star Trek like like. If we need someone to play someone, get get this guy. Like, he's okay. in so much Star Trek. But is he the same guy that was in, like, I think he was in, like, Billy Madison, who, he's, like, a bad guy in a lot of things. He has, like, a very oh. maniacal laugh. Like, is it the same actor? I don't know. He might Jeff- have also been in West Wing, maybe? I should have mm. looked this up. Sorry, everyone. Well, J- Jeffrey Combs is more of a genre actor. He's in... Oh, okay. Um, He's in like Castle Freak and Reanimator, and okay, uh, then no, and no, a probably bunch not of Star same. Trek. He's he's always a guest star, especially on DS Nine and on Enterprise. He's in like a ton of Star Trek. Okay, so all right, I am very wrong. I, I think I know who you're actual talking actor. about. Yeah, because <laughs> it kind of looks all like him. Right. He's got the red hair and yeah, I don't know, squealy face. Yeah. Crooked chin, I he guess. He's wearing a lot of makeup. He is yeah, wearing a lot right. of makeup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He doesn't have any lips, which is very yeah. common among actors, I hear. No lips. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. 
What? All right. So, so Tyrion is our bad guy, and he is hitting on Kira. Yes. Hard. And Kira, because she's bashful, I guess, instead of just saying, you know, no, get lost, says, uh, like, Odo, where we're together, he's my lover, something like that. Right. Which... And Odo Odo is very uncomfortable with this. Yeah. I guess that's the joke. Right. Yeah. Even though... It surprises me that she would I think they do get together in the future, so... Yeah. Yeah. Oh really? Oh yeah. <laughs> that makes that makes this even funnier. Exactly. Like it seems so absurd so, yeah. Forced. to both of them. Yeah. It's foreshadowing. Yeah. Uh, it is surprising hmm. to me that they wrote her character to do something like that rather than saying "f you get lost" because she's kind of an asshole. Like in every yeah. other scene, she's like mean and angry in a lot of scenes. Yes. Her character in this episode kind of doesn't jive with everything else I've seen of yeah. her. Yeah. I don't know. Yes, absolutely. Know. Because because uh, non cura decisions. Mm-hmm. Because like later when when she wins the the fake award at mm-hmm. at Quarks, <clears throat> yeah. she's like right, kind of like really happy about it. I feel yeah. like Kira wouldn't give a shit like at all about <laughs> yeah. like Quark right. to shut up and like leave me alone. But she's actually yeah. like, oh really? Cool. Like <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, I don't know. It so. just seemed out of out of character for her. But yeah, I think so. it was just to service the plot. Just the. You yeah, know, to move it along. Point. I mean, it made for a yeah. funny interaction between her and Odo, which I'm sure was the point. Um, yeah, exactly. But whatever. Exactly. Um, it was weird. Well, was it funny? Was it uh, funny? Well, no, not really. I don't know. <laughs> not really. <laughs> <All right. laughs> um, so, yeah. I, I believe now, does uh, Tyrion go to Quark at this point when she turns him down and says, no, not yet? Okay. Not yet. But he does say money can so buy everything. Yes. yes. Which means... Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she says something like money can't buy everything. Right. And then he says, well, no, but it can buy things that will make you it's happy. Something like or something that. Like yeah, that. exactly. It was yeah. like, it was, he totally missed the point of what she said. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yet agreed with right. it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So he's just the soup. He's like the embodiment of entitlement. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I feel like that was his, his character's role in this. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's basically Donald Trump. So. Sure. We'll leave it at that. Uh, sure. I'm just, I'm just yeah. looking at a, a chance to diss Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now a planet appears out of nowhere. Yeah. It, uh... Okay. <laughs> I yes. have a qu- Okay. It is okay. Yeah. What's my your under- My understanding of physics and especially quantum physics is pretty uh, surface level. Um, That's okay. But wouldn't – if you, I were flying a spaceship around mm-hmm. in space – and okay. then a planet appeared right next to me. Yep. Wouldn't that cause problems? Like, would that, like, displace enough space and I'd be caught in the planet's gravity to, like, mess up my ship or at least pull me towards the planet? Does that make sense? Is it that would, a thing? You would think, think so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right? Gravi- gravitationally, it would have some effect. Probably. But, a- uh, what do you mean by displacing? Displacing what? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess there's nothing to displace, right? Like, yeah. it's a vacuum, but... Uh, yeah, I think wouldn't the gravitation like the change in the gravitational pull like possibly tear the ship apart? Maybe. Okay, Beth, we're talking about quantum physics. I know, but okay, and they can't and they can't put a chin on straight. <laughs> yes, and then they so <laughs> no. Yes, <laughs> let it go. I know, but 
it just it really bothered me. The other thing too is that the idea of stuff like pop in in quantum mechanics, like the idea of stuff popping in and out of existence, like that is a very lay person understanding of it, is actually kind of a thing. Um, mm-hmm. It's like it has something to do with virtual particles and how they like can have the possibility of becoming, I think, any other type of particle at any point in time i don't know it's a very i have a very like surface level understanding so i tried to do some research before we started talking about it but none of it was like enough for me to fully understand this phenomenon so the idea of a planet kind of popping in and out of existence is kind of interesting and maybe theoretically possible i have no idea um yeah but anyways that's what happens a planet appears out of nowhere while they're yeah flying a ship around why are they why are they outside of the station again does anyone know um well in so in uh Either the second or third season, they get a ship where they can leave the station. Because it kind of opens it up to more story possibilities than just, we're on the station. Okay. Um, So they're out just exploring the Gamma Quadrant and, you know, like, surveying because it's a new quadrant for them to explore. Um, And that's why they're out there. Just kind of, you know, seek and and find mission. Like a, oh, let's see what's out there type mission. All right, that's and uh, this planet just shows up, thankfully, because I mean, like you know, when you're when you're doing a survey mission, you know, you expect the planet to show up, right? No, just kidding. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> just out of nowhere, and not destroy um, your ship. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, but there's no real reason why they stumble across this. It's just like happenstance, you know. Okay. Which which is you know yeah. fine. Pl- I guess. Plot convenience. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I typical. Mean, it's an interesting typical Star idea. Trek fashion. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, are we and that's to, it. Is that the that's cold the, open? That's yeah. the cold open. So that's actually a very long cold open. Yeah. It's, it's seemed yeah. almost as long yeah. as like the rest of the show in terms yeah. of like, <laughs> stuff happening. Um, a lot of stuff happens. Yeah. Now this planet is is Meridian, mm-hmm. the, uh, yes. the namesake yes. for the episode. It is. And uh, so all of the top Starfleet officers go down to Meridian? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Check it yeah. out. Pretty much. Yes. Everyone in charge immediately Other trusts ships. the uh, the people talking to them. Yeah, which is okay. But whatever. <laughs> um, uh, well, they did. They did have like a one line and throwaway explanation of like, "Hey, uh, leaders of Meridian, can you guarantee me we're not going to like die if we come down there?" Right. And she's like, "Yeah, it's fine." And they're like, oh, "Okay, great." Which is very trustworthy. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad okay. they had our best intentions. Uh, <laughs> so the so yeah so they contact the planet. Um, they immediately beam down. Mm-hmm. They're having sorry, it's sorry, it's it's Cisco and O'Brien. Dax, Cisco and O'Brien. Yeah, Cisco, Dax, and O'Brien, I believe, are the ones who go. Go. Yeah. Anybody else? Okay. I think okay. so. I think. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Um, okay. And they're having like a a banquet type lunch scene with the people of the planet. Yeah. The mm-hmm. thing that stuck out in my mind though is the way that Cisco is sitting. He's sitting very sexually. His like legs are open, and he's like leaning back. This and it's just like oh, I didn't catch that at it all. The whole like, scene is like what are you ultra sexual though. <laughs> like this whole interchange between a lot of the characters is like very, very sexual. So maybe that well, was part of it. That I don't maybe, know. but it makes sense. It makes sense in the story, right? Because they haven't. Because okay, well, yeah, okay. as we're about to find mm-hmm. out, yeah, uh, Meridian is the sci-fi equivalent of Brigadoon. Yes. Uh, Brigadoon was a Scottish city, I believe, for a little village that popped into and out of existence, I want to say, for like a day every hundred years, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And this planet goes completely uh, into another dimension, I think they said. Right. 
uh, to where they're all you know non corporeal and just they exist as pure consciousness. Yeah. What is that like? And right, exactly. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and and they're in that state for about sixty years, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then they pop into existence for. I want to say it was twelve it's days. 12 yeah. days. Yeah. It's, it's but it's in, although it's getting shorter. Yeah, it's indeterminate. Yeah. So it sounds like in the beginning it might have been longer, but it's progressively getting shorter each time. They yeah, come or something. They like don't that. say how yeah. much. It, like, is it getting shorter by seconds, by minutes? You know. Like, yeah, they don't really they don't specify. Really say. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. So and and they do specifically mention that while they do enjoy their other dimension time, right? They do look forward to like. They don't specifically say the pleasures of the flesh, uh, yeah. but something very close to that. Yeah. Right. So I, they're all like ready and raring to go. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So that's, that's probably why it's a little extra overt. True. Out there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. True. Like there's a, so the, there's one point where I think Dax is sitting next to it, the other like protagonist character. What is his yeah. name again? What is, uh, um, Daryl, 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 um, and he, he's, he also has head markings <laughs> like yeah <laughs> like newman express like, that's actually really um, funny like yeah he does what are your markings like yeah uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, and he turns to her and he goes hey uh do your spots how far down do they go right and she just very slyly is like oh yeah they go all the way down all the way <laughs> like, yeah it's and it, you, it, so, it cuts to chief o'brien he's basically like blushing at this point yeah he's yeah. like whoa okay i mean she just said hey i have spots on my vagina yeah, like yeah, that's yeah that's what she's saying <laughs> uh, and it's a weird yeah. question to ask totally. i don't know it is. yeah it's a it totally is. weird yeah. question to ask yeah. yeah i think he asked her at first if they're for decoration and she's like well are yours you know and they're right like, smirking back and forth i don't know there's a yeah. lot of spots conversation there are <laughs> in this episode it comes up a couple yeah. more times uh, <laughs> yeah so they essentially say i think they say as well i don't know if it's here but that their their kind of race is getting a lot smaller because they can mm-hmm. only reproduce um, when they are in corporeal form. So when they're in this other dimension um, and it's not really like enough time, I guess, for them to do that. That's what it yeah, sounds like. There's only 30 of them yeah. left and they can only mate when they're here in, in, our, in the physical uh realm i think right right yeah some of that but then then literally the next second they have a scene where a bunch of kids run by which i thought was funny right right (laughs) but see that doesn't really jive because so i guess what they're saying is like everything physically pauses while they go into the corporeal and then come back right 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 so couldn't you like get impregnated you know and then go into to the like floaty space and then Uh come back and then you would, you know, be 12 days more pregnant by yes. the end of that and then go back. And then, I mean, it would take forever thing is, to birth yeah. a kid. But the thing is, it's that's the thing. It's so, you know, if we assume a nine-month gestation period. It would take forever. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, not only that, but their, their time in um, what I'm going to call reality, yeah, uh, sure. our dimension, sure. uh, yeah. is diminishing. So right. let's say they don't so. even have a full nine months left. Right. Okay. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. here. I think that was the major limitation. Gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't understand it because they get, like I said, in the next breath, with, after explaining that, a bunch of kids ran by. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. how did that happen? <laughs> well, they were born, you know, a <laughs> they, long yeah, time those ago. Those kids are yeah. actually hundreds and, of years old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, um, 
Yeah. And in this same... They throw out some... Yes. (laughs) And in this same conversation, I think we find out that the planet will eventually cease to exist in either realm because... um, Yeah. Because just because just because just because, just no, period. Yeah. yeah there's no real reason yeah. like, it also but, baffled me that they were saying like they were asking like well why does that happen and like we don't know right has been trying to study it forever and i was like why has Daryl well, made no progress on this like how do you not they've narrowed it down to fluctuations in the quantum matrix triggered by their own sun there you go okay that's a very they clear don't explanation it. yeah it doesn't yeah. yeah it doesn't make sense as to why yeah <laughs> also i must say um Dural um, instructs Dax on how to eat something in this scene. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just a pepper. It looks like there's like a big yellow pepper on like the a table. bell, like a bell a pepper, pepper. Yeah. right? And he's like, "Oh, you scoop the seeds out, and then you, it's like it's just a pepper." <laughs> like, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. I was just thought that was funny. They couldn't like invent a fake food. It's just a literally a bell pepper. Yeah. So yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, don't I don't know. know. But in all fairness, you're not supposed to eat the seeds of the bell pepper. So. True. I don't know. I I feel like they were trying to make a very uh, sexual. Oh my god! Absolutely. Fruit eating. Something. Yes. Like you scoop it out first, and then you like. (laughs) He like feeds it to her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they they pretty much like want a bone like right away. Like yeah, it's it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty obvious. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Dax Dax and D- Daryl. Yeah. yeah. No, what Daryl. Daryl, yeah. Whatever. Daryl. Yeah. yeah. They're all over each other from second number one. Yes. yes. Like to the point of where I think it's making the other people a little uncomfortable. <laughs> like Probably. Yeah. Yeah. They're just probably. like, oh, okay, bad. guys, cool it. I don't know. <laughs> oh. All right, so I think now we go back to the uh, the B plot. Unfortunately, yeah. Which I originally yeah, thought yeah. was going to be the A plot because when I read the description of this episode, I think on IMDb somewhere, it, yeah. the ma- the main description was this plot, not mm-hmm. like I don't think it yeah. mentioned at all the other plot. So <laughs> right. um, the most memorable parts are definitely part of this plot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, in terms right. of just like ridiculousness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, bad guy Tyrion yep. wants. Uh, uh, once, once he's he's in a hollow deck, mm-hmm. and he's like not super thrilled by their offerings at, at these hollow decks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and he goes to Quark and says, "No, no, no, I want like, I want like the real deal." Yeah, and Quark's like, "Yeah, man, whatever you want, we 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 can we can accommodate anything, and uh, we I can give you a picnic with the pleasure goddess of, of Reese." <laughs> yeah, and all this like it's it's obviously a brothel. Yeah, oh yeah, but yeah, uh, exactly yeah. And then Tyrion makes makes the big request. No, no, I want Major Kira. Mm-hmm. And so apparently she is not available in in the Hollow Suite sex program. No, no. It's, it's even mentioned Although, that Quark, I believe, has tried before. Oh, really? To yeah, copy her. <laughs> so it kind of seems like like she was like a pretty lone holdout. It, I, I got the impression that almost everybody else was available. Right. Like, I can oh, get you really? whatever you want. I didn't, I didn't but pick up Kira. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. And Quark, for a ridiculous reason, says, oh, what are, what are you going to do to her? Oh, you know what? Never mind. I, I don't want to know. Right. It's like, of course, what? I guess the other option would be murder. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Like, he runs a brothel. Yeah. He yeah. should know what's up. He definitely should know. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> so okay so about this whole this whole concept uh-huh. 
the hollow sweet brothel thing mm-hmm. operates in Quark's bar yeah. slash pleasure mm-hmm. palace. Whatever. Yeah, there you go. And so if people could, can, could, I don't know what how to say uh-huh. this, but if people can have sex with people that are totally around them and work with them every day, mm-hmm. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because in one sense, it's a hologram. That person is unaffected in all ways, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the real, real version. Yeah. But in another sense, like, that's got to affect your interpersonal relationships. Of course it yeah. would. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. If so you go. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad we're talking about cause this because this is the, the thing that I said, like, this is an interesting idea. And I, I actually think that people right now are exploring similar ideas so it reminds me a lot of the discussion around like the ethics of uh android robots and like uh sex robots specifically um Mm -hmm. because in one sense you could make i mean it's it's not a hollow suite but it's kind of like an 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 analog like uh you could make a robot that's looks like someone you know and is that wrong you know like uh you know if the other person doesn't know about it should they do they get a say in it like i i want it remind i it reminds me of like um i I don't know like i just i feel like it reminds me of a lot of questions i had about um actors and like people who write like erotic fiction about them and stuff like how do they feel about it are they creeped out about it do they realize it's just like part of being a public life i don't know like all of these things came to mind I was thinking about that. And I, I mm-hmm. definitely agree with Dan that it would affect your interpersonal relationships because it's almost like you're having a relationship with the person. Like you might end up having like a close relationship with this hollow suite program, like even not even just physically, but mentally. And then you go like see them in their yeah. life. It's almost like having two separate, completely different people, but they're identical in, in yeah, appearance. Absolutely. I don't know. Yeah. And honestly, my yeah. mind didn't even go straight to sex. It was actually murder. Oh, really? <laughs> like... <laughs> Imagine okay. if you hated someone, just like like your boss yeah. or a, whatever, mm-hmm. and you know, once a week you could murder them. Right. Like on the flip side, could you imagine like spend, spending you know every work day with a person that murders you every night to get some sleep? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't that there's some like seriously blurry lines oh, yeah. about what's okay and what's not. Yeah. So. I get. I, it seems that in Star Trek universe, you have to get consent from the person, right? Yeah, it seems uh, because Kira said no and all that kind exactly. of stuff. Yeah. She's not available. Yeah. Although oh, you know man. what, like Quirk is so like skeezy that later in this episode, it, it proves that he will go through lengths to try mm-hmm. and get a copy of her, even though she oh. doesn't want it. Yeah, you know absolutely. What I mean? oh, That's yeah. like the so whole like, B plot. No, no. That's so the like, whole plot. I, permission yeah, totally, isn't really, like, that important when, you know, like, he wants to pay him. I totally, yeah, yeah I totally understand, like, breaking the rules yeah, yeah. surrounding Hollow Suites. Yeah. I'm talking about making rules for Hollow Suites is super complex oh, yeah. and weird. It totally oh, is. yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. would you guys yeah. be skeezed out if someone made a virtual simulation of you or a doll of you and, like, had it in their house? Okay. Like, I... I don't know. Here's an extra little wrinkle. If I get royalties 
Well, no, that's a good, no. I could, I could kind of like that, get on board. That's with this. a thing, yes. right? Like, do <laughs> porn stars get royalties of dolls that are made after them, or like silicone dicks that are supposed to be there? I think they do. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty. Sure. Sh- I mean, I would imagine they what? probably do. I mean, no, porn has so many thing. different levels, and like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. There's like yeah. dolls of like popular female porn stars and stuff. I mean, I doubt they really look like them or whatever, but like, that's that's a thing. Um, and I, I think they get royalties off of it. I would imagine you would, hope. but like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would hope. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that, that's like all in the same realm. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, I, f- my initial sense is like, I'm, I'm skis out by it, but I'm kind of okay with it because it doesn't really affect me personally. But then there's yeah. this whole argument, at least in the ethical robotics realm, especially for sex robots about like how things like this uh like uh, tend to like exacerbate um populations that are un or under protected by law in these certain mm-hmm. circumstances so like people say like um you know by allowing people to have like sex robots it's actually like me- more even demoralizing to women in the sex industry who are usually there not by some are there by their own choice but others are not and like like there's a lot of conversation about whether or not like sex robots will exacerbate that problem. I don't have a particular stance on either side, but like, it's all very in the same realm, you know? And like those people, especially the ones that are sex trafficked are like essentially underprotected by the law a lot of times. So like, where does that fit in? Like, I don't know. It's just, and like what happened? I don't know. I don't know. It's just a weird gray area. It's just area. definitely a super gray area that's only going to get grayer as time yeah, moves forward. Absolutely. As, as technology progresses, <laughs> you know, where where are a person's rights? Like like you're saying, you know, if, right. if, if, Do if I'm your on a rights program, extend to the virtual world? Like Right. I don't know. Like And, and yeah. it it even goes beyond like sexual. It's like, you know, if I want to you know, if technology gets to the point where, like, I want to make a program where I play, I don't know, like, tennis with, like, a famous celebrity, like, mm-hmm. do they get royalties for that? Or, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. you know, or, yeah. or is it just, like, yeah. my right to is, – is it, like, is it like writing a fanfic story? Right. Exactly. You know, exactly. Where does that Which fall? I love. I mean, I love those right, like, right. fan fiction, slash right. fiction, like, all that But, like, stuff, fanfic is one know? thing, but, like, using a likeness for – you know, personal entertainment that the person doesn't even know about. Right. You know, should they know about it? Is it actually harmful? Like there's a big argument that like, like, uh, artificial relationships will be harmful for actual human relationships. I don't necessarily believe that's true, but, um, well, you know what, you know, what's a really interesting thing is like, um, there's a next generation episode where Jordy works with a holographic, um, Scientist. version yes of this real life scientist yes and in the hologram she's very nice she's very cooperative mm-hmm. and he kind of falls in love with her yes and then i know that episode later, yeah and yeah. then in a, a later episode he beats her in real life and she's totally different mm-hmm. and he has to struggle with what he thought she was versus what she really is yeah. right and she and he actually even has feelings for her and she's like jordy i'm i'm married like the person you <laughs> think you know isn't even really me. It's just, it, it, it's, yeah. and that's super, and, uh, super interesting. Yeah. And yeah. Janeway with, with uh, Da Vinci. Right. There you go. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. This is, this is an ongoing thing. Guys, do, do you realize we like 
went from a retarded episode of Star Trek <laughs> I like to it. like I, a I, sex sex trafficking discussion. I like where it's going. I, that, well, yeah. that's why in my my opening line, you know, my first impression is that yeah, this episode is not a great episode. It's but it's not that bad. Like just like yeah. a lot of Star Trek, even the best of Star Trek, it toys with these interesting ideas that I think no one really has an answer for and are fun to think about, you know? Um, yeah. so that this just happens to be one of them. And I think that maybe is like a redeeming quality of this episode, but, um, but anyways, yeah, I was I curious like to see like dive into it though. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's related. So, These are related ideas. Yeah, it is. I don't, I don't yeah, know. it is. I like it. Um, just, just to, to steer us back okay. to, uh, <laughs> please, the please do. <laughs> uh, Tyrion, uh, actually it's, it's, a. Uh, told that uh he has his own personal hollow suite yes yes which implies that he's very well why why do you go to quark's hollow suite if you already have your own like going vac on vacation to go play video games is what like it seemed like to me right like he just maybe, seems like a lonely creepy dude to me you know what i mean like yeah maybe you're yeah, right yeah i do want to say though we talked a little bit about his look and i i, I don't know why i thought this but I, I wrote down in my notes that it looked like he was wearing darth vader's pajamas like, they're like all patchworky and he's got this like it looks like a array an array of buttons like on his chest that was yeah. i don't know reminded me of darth vader's outfit um <laughs> i don't know why and then he, when he's telling uh quark that he'll pay essentially anything to get this hollow sweet version of kira he gives him right. like a gold bar and like he takes off what looks like a gumball machine ring and, like sets it on the table oh, <laughs> It's so yeah. bad. gigantic and ridiculous. It's like, it's like, it's it's like, like a Cracker Jack box. Like, yes, and, like and the costumers just ran cork. to the front of the lot and was like, "There's a gumball machine here. Let's put a quarter yeah. in." Work <laughs> immediately upon seeing this ring. It's like, okay, you could have anything you want. Yeah, like, yeah. He's like salivating over this horrible ring. I don't. I don't. Care. It's I don't pretty bad. Uh, um, so we find out that. Uh, the people on Meridian were originally an expedition team that were that were stranded there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I for, I didn't I didn't pick up on that. But okay, sure. I totally missed yeah, that. Uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Which I I don't know. I kind of I feel like breaks the plot in what happens later. Like, what? Why do they disappear with the planet? Yes, right. I was just going to ask you that. Like, couldn't they just leave? The planet? Exactly. So the, the, the whole <laughs> you know? driving force, the whole uh, – the whole, all the tension in their plot, that, that A plot, comes from, you know, we only have a ticking – it's a ticking time bomb. Yeah. Like we have only a, a few days until we go back to this other state. Right. Mm-hmm. But the guy – Why don't they just – Well, actually – They just leave. Yeah, the they could just leave. planning to he, leave. Well, yeah. They could just yeah. leave then. Yeah. So what the – so what the hell? So What's yeah. the, problem? the only thing – like <laughs> – they want to be able to go back and forth between dimensions, right? At the risk of not existing in either, because they could totally just leave and be normal people. Oh yeah, this whole thing just fell apart for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah You're welcome. Because if, <laughs> if spoilers, we, we could we could just get to it. Daral yeah. uh, eventually chooses to leave with Dax. Um, mm-hmm. So why couldn't everyone just leave? Leave. Yeah, they could. Right. They they decide to. They to, no, we want to. They love this keep planet our community so much that they weren't originally from there, even that they love it so much that they want to stay. Well, I will <laughs> say they have a pretty sweet deal 
they live way longer than everyone else. Sure. They get to experience two different dimensions. But that's the thing. It's like I get that that's your your plan A yeah. is fix the the problem that's making us like right spiral into nothing. Right. But when it comes to be that, oh yeah, we can't have both the best of both worlds. Let's just get off of this terrible roller coaster. Huh? Like they just and they just like nah. We we really like this place. Yeah. This is our, <laughs> our thing. To the point of not existing anymore eventually in either one. Essentially, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I did that, I did not think I of that. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Wow. They could and they could huh. totally leave for a while and like get their right. numbers up, which is the problem. Exactly. They could leave for yeah. let's say fifty years, go through two generations of new people and then go back. Yeah. Yep. Right? Like and, they have and, a pretty good predictive model of like when the mm-hmm. planet's gonna blip in and out, so they could just plan yeah I don't but know. the the popu- the population dwindling wasn't even really that big of a deal to them it was just the we're going to cease to exist in both dimensions that was the major problem right yeah, yeah i mean yeah i guess in this i felt like it was still at the forefront because so essentially we didn't cover this much but dax and Dural fall in love with each other after climbing trees and eating water blueberries um Yes. And which is bizarre. But anyways, um, like he mentions a couple times that the leader of this planet is a little upset with him because she wants him to like some of the other available women there so they can mate and get their numbers up. And he mentions that like a few times that that's a problem. So I took that as like a pretty big problem, but maybe less so than. Well, in fact, I think we even see her actually mention that to him. Like yeah, so and so is waiting to see you tonight or, or, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, they can just fucking leave, build up their numbers. When the planet comes again, they can just study it from afar, do calculations that way, and eventually try to fix it. Yeah, that, that's that's a huge flaw. Yep. In the yeah. <laughs> yep. Wow. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Okay, guys, like we're done. The whole no. population <laughs> could, could probably go live on DS9. Yeah. Use the Federation's resources to study Absolutely. it. I'm sure the Federation would supply them with resources. Like, that's kind oh, of yeah. part of their mission. The Federation's all about oh. that. Come on. Yeah. yeah exactly. They could, they could rent out their bodies to Quark's Hollow. There, right. there you go. Thing. Make some extra money yeah, for the extra right. research. <laughs> right. So um, no, Quark has a plan okay. to to scan Kira yeah. into Hollow's sweetness, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so he announces he has her like summoned to the bar for some yeah, reason. Yeah, like get down so here she, fast. She, when she shows up, he uh, he announces that she is his one millionth customer. Yay! Mm-hmm. And said, "All right, you win this bottle of wine and this other thing, and a free." hour in a hollow suite or something yeah something like that (laughs) assuming that when she gets inside it'll scan her and yeah make a copy steal her nakedness right Mm -hmm. um so she does not like hollow suites no do we know do we know why i don't know why i think that's maybe just a thing or she doesn't care maybe she thinks it's like dumb dumb entertainment that does doesn't interest her she seems like pretty passionate about how much she doesn't like it, though. I don't know why. Yeah. But, well, for you like, know what, like it, it's it it doesn't work though because she doesn't like the hall suite, but she loves winning this prize. She's like, oh my god, I won. That's great. Like, yeah. thank you. Well, so yeah, that's it, true. It's like, weird. I feel like she's had like a terrible life because she does say, oh, this is the first time I've ever won anything. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, okay. Well, yeah. I, I mean, she's Bajoran, <laughs> and she, she just like this like. 
battle torn. Yeah, she has. Just, she has yeah. had a pretty bad life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, I mean, yeah. But the Bajor, like the backstory. I mean, she's Bajoran, and the backstory yeah. uh, in Bajor, the planet Her, that they're near, is that yeah. they were at like a horrible war with this Cardassian race that was basically yeah. like, uh, like. Uh, genociding their right. race genociding that's a verb yeah. her, her, her loved <laughs> yeah. ones are all probably dead honestly yeah. <laughs> like yeah or yeah. she's lost a lot of family members too yeah that so that, maybe that that's war. happened before maybe something like this has happened to her before or someone yeah. i don't know who knows yeah um but all right so either anyway. way she she turns it down yeah, yeah. well she takes it yeah. but she's like oh i'll give it to this uh person it's their birthday or something mm-hmm. and like oh i'll give it to right. this person yeah. And Quark is like, well, no, I mean, it's for you. Don't you, like, want to use it? She's like, nah, I'll give it to this person. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty yeah. nice of her. She's like, you, you, oh, yeah. you know how I feel about Hollis. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, but okay. Right. I don't. <laughs> um, and I... So... Yeah. Oh, uh, so now I think we go back to Meridian. We find out that... Yes. Um, okay, so I, I had to mention, there's a kid that runs by Cisco. Yes. He grabs his kid in the most awkward, weird way. He, like, holds the kid. His hand, like, moves down the side of the child. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it's so weird. It's it's like he's never seen a child before. Yeah. Right? <laughs> he's read about them in books. Yeah. I was like, what acting is this? Like, it's just holy shit. Um, I, just, I just had to just, just. Yeah, they ask him to, like, play some game with them. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and know. he's like, "It was no, go have fun." Um, <laughs> it was it was unnecessary. Yeah, I don't um, know. I also have to so, me- sorry. Yeah, I also, ha- go ahead. I also have to mention uh, this planet looks exactly like Bajor from a previous episode that we covered, where um, uh, Troy and her Which mom get kidnapped. Yes, I Menage Troy. Yeah, yes, exactly. it is looks. It same, I think it, it might the same be the pond? same set. It has to be the same. Location. I think it is. It looks yeah. exactly yeah. the same. Yeah, I thought <laughs> I so. About I thought that. So. Yeah, but uh, it was it was Betazoid. Betas. Oh, I'm Bezoar. sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Bezoar. Oh, god. I'm, yeah, I'm so yeah. So, um, too many, too many, too many bees. I'm sorry. Yes, it's just, uh, no. I, yeah, think, it's just I, was, I thought that too. I was like, is this the same set from where they get kidnapped by the water? It has to be. I think it is. It has to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. So so they're on their 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 love picnic. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. So, uh, Derek, Daryl and Dax. Dax are walking around, yep. tick, tick, just taking in the scenery, being all lovey dovey. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Daryl says, Oh, and you know what? We should go climb a tree. Mm-hmm. And so, okay. So here's something I took major issue okay. with. He says, Oh, in eight lifetimes, you've never climbed a tree. <laughs> mm-hmm. So okay, so Dax is you know the the worm yeah, that goes trill. through all those bodies and stuff. Yeah. Thi- oh, sorry, yeah, the That's trill. Um, I thought that she was seven, the seventh lifetime, because in the last episode we did, Ooh. she specifically says seven lives is more than enough for a trill when she's talking about them leaving her behind. I think you're right. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. I, I I went back to the other episode and made sure. No, she claims to both be the seventh and eighth life for this trill. Well, <laughs> so which one is it, Dax? Come on. Yeah, yeah. So I think maybe she had a birthday. There's something something is sinister. Oh, she has like a, she, oh, she has like no. a hidden. She's eighth. lying. Oh, she's lying. <laughs> nice. Why would that be the case? I don't know yet. Is she pull- but Dax is Dax is up to something. Is she pulling a Janeway and she's like she's really trying to sabotage stuff? The mission. Well, yeah. 
sh- I, this this episode definitely makes me question your loyalty. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So, something's up. Yeah. <laughs> It couldn't possibly be just bad writing. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, not at this all. Is Star it's Trek not like they fact about. check. You know, it's not, right. like, not like they go back and look at what they've written before. You know, come on. <sighs> Who does that? Yeah. Um, so I take issue with the camera work in this scene. They're trying okay. to build... The camera work? Yeah. They're, okay. They're, they're trying to build like a romantic scene here between the two. But uh-huh. the person who shot the episode chooses to film it from the top. Okay. And like... It looks weird. The, from, from the tree. Yeah. It just looks weird the whole time to me. It's like you want to see their like reactions, reactions to them falling in love, but you just see the tops of their heads yeah. the whole episode. <laughs> I mean, this whole scene. And it's like one take. So it's like you see the tops of their heads. They climb up the tree. They climb back down. Still tops of their heads. And then they walk away. It was just very yeah, strange choice true. To, to me. I, I didn't really. It does. I, I don't know if they were trying to be like like artsy kind of like a long kubrick kind of shot or something but i just do do you think the director wanted to be a little more artsy well you know it was jonathan frakes yes (laughs) yes i was gonna say that yeah like you have to know like say he was he was a little tired of like the eye level straight shot yeah he's like no this is gonna be a masterpiece (laughs) (laughs) i'm going to convey love in a way that star trek has never touched from the top of the head yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> From the top of the spots. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was a strange it choice. Did, it looked like actually it, it was. Uh, it was odd. The actor playing Dural, I think, had a hard time actually climbing the tree too. Because it looked of the like costuming. It. It, like he was wearing yeah. like velvet slippers, and it looked like yeah. he almost fell out of the tree for a that, second. <laughs> yeah, that tree was like. I mean, obviously it was, but it was. It looked like it was built for climbing. Yeah. There was. Oh yeah. There were. There's literally just one branch at you know yeah. exactly where your foot would need it to yeah. be for three steps. Yeah. yeah. And then they ended up eight feet off the ground <laughs> exactly. and claimed that was the the epic climbing yeah. trees. Yeah. No, they they put like a metal rod in the tree and just like like put some like plaster foam around it to make it look like a prank. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Although, I mean, I, 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 I bought into the fear because it was Star Trek set makers that probably made oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. <laughs> so... <laughs> Now, do you think our yeah. favorite stuntman uh, was uh, what's his name, Dennis Muldoon? You, you, you think he was readily available to make sure if, Matt Madelon? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. If something went, I'm sure went wrong, he had something to do with yes. it. Yes, okay. I'm sure. I'm sure he volunteered. Maybe to be that's why they filmed it from the top of the head, oh. so that you couldn't <sighs> see Dennis oh, Madelon's face as oh. Dax God, in the scene. <laughs> I would love for that to be the truth. I think you're right. I think he cracked the case. I don't know about that. <laughs> that guy's my hero. So Cisco and O'Brien are are kind of laughing about Dax being on Meridian, yeah. being all lovey dovey, yeah. like creeps. Yeah. A little like yeah. Well, it, it, they seem so. I mean, it's awkward. Un, uh, unapologetic about ooh, Dax has a boyfriend. <laughs> it's like all right, well, what's wrong with that? Wasn't, right. Wasn't the doctor into Dax though? Early Bashir? in the series, yeah, Bashir. Um, uh, I should know a lot more about this, and our friend Doug's gonna hate this. I'm not really sure, but I think yes. I think Bashir, I think is in the Dax like the entire time, and she's I kind went, of like I, shuts him down every time. Not, yeah, I went back and watched the pilot recently of DS9. Um, oh, awesome! Yeah. yeah, and I think there's a scene where Bashir is like into her, like he wants to, he's yeah. gonna ask her to dinner or something. Um, but yeah, yeah he, anyway, he's poor guy, pretty lame. So I get it. <laughs> I mean, 
Bashir is actually I, I, okay. He does cool. know how to he, wake himself he, up from a nightmare, though. That's true. He knows yeah, in the best way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, like, okay, so Dax has lived seven or eight, eight. possibly infinite <laughs> lifetimes. Yes. <laughs> I get how it'd be really hard to impress that being. Sure. Yeah. Right. You know? yeah. Exactly. Like the old, the old tricks probably would not work. Except this guy has totally figured her out somehow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Tree climbing. Yeah. Just climbing trees and eating strange fruits. It was it was trees. I think. Yeah. Trees. Yeah. Trees did it. Um, All right. So, so okay. So now, besides just being the love interest, he's also the top scientist on this planet. Yes. He is. Yes. And he's not. And he's not doing a lot of work. He's like. Yeah. He's just, oh no. He's like. Maybe he should be doing some research, but instead he's just pissing it away with Dax, which is fine. But yeah, it's like yeah. you know you gotta he just wants to you gotta he wants to make out yeah and not figure out how to save his. Species. They're like two teens in love, essentially. Yeah, this yeah. part of the episode um, just drags. It does drags drags. This drags, is where like, it starts to really drag. Yeah, this the rest of the rest so of the yeah yeah after like thirty seconds of punching numbers into their iPads yeah. <laughs> Dax Dax solves their interdimensional shift problem. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I it was like unbelievably easy because she hasn't like been working on this the whole time. No, no. yeah, she's been she's been I going having a picnic. Wrote that too. It, I was like, I don't know how much work they could do with just notepads, but they do it. Like right. they're just sitting there yeah. casually chilling. Uh, okay. I, also, she has essentially unlocked what I would assume is a secret to the universe shifting disc- <laughs> like yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's to a- another dimension and it's just like it's like she like changed a time yeah. <laughs> it's like oh okay cool let's let's get on with it then yeah it's not like oh my god yeah or you're amazing it's just like all right yeah sweet yeah <laughs> and i i don't know i don't star trek is I, I get it star trek is full of those moments like there uh-huh. was a previous one we covered where um bones discovers like the origin of humanity and bones is just like yeah all right cool remember that it's just like it's just like star trek yes, is full I of do. those like like yeah. things that should blow your freaking mind or just like okay here's how it is now cool like yeah. <laughs> was that the was that the paradise scene? yeah it was yes yes yeah, i think it yeah. was like yeah. <laughs> it was just like a major revelation That's in a- the history of all that we know and is and and so is this yeah, this could this could yeah. change life forever. And like, yeah, I mean, yeah, like essentially, this, if you figure that out, then um, you theoretically could transport between dimensions at will. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, absolutely. I mean, maybe yeah. it's very specific, and she only how figured out how to stop dimensional shifting. I I don't know. For, but so it's for thirty years, right? She fixes it so they can stay for thirty years, 30 years instead of twelve yeah, days. So, yeah, yeah. The, to because they're they actually have to do something to the sun. Yeah. To stabilize it, to do something, yeah. mm-hmm. whatever. But that's a huge improvement. Thirty years from twelve days, right? That's that's oh, yeah. massive. I right. mean, it was like sh- it's half again what their time in the other dimension is. So they're yeah. like, if they keep working at it, they could be equal time in both. Right. Which exactly. It's actually maybe desirable. You know, like you get a break right. from having a body because they said they only age when they're in this dimension too. Yeah. And they have a, a body. Um, right. So that's kind of good. Right. You know. Um, you oh, could go back good. and you could extend, you could double your lifespan essentially. Oh um, yeah. You could, yeah, absolutely. And still yeah. get the pleasures of the flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think we, it's uh, crazy. Yeah. we, we, we flip scripts again. Yes, we do. And, uh, Quark in, Ugh. this is actually the, the dumbest thing I've seen it really is. of Quark. Yes. 
So he now has a hollow camera, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess when you point it at a person long enough, you can now make a hollow suite program with them. I, I so, guess so he's like, it just it looks like barely... it's like just a three D camera. Like it just takes a image that can be rendered in a three D environment or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It also yeah. looks like a Game so Boy a little bit too. It does a little bit. Like, yeah. <laughs> he, he's pointing it at Kira, mm-hmm. uh, trying to capture that way. Uh, but the thing is that she sees him mm-hmm. immediately. Yes. yes. And he is looking at her, looking <laughs> at him. Yeah. And he has no idea that he's been caught at all. Yeah. She, she, it's, she, she is, she's angrily staring at him, yeah. marching toward him. And he's just, just the role keeps on right. filming. And then, like, and then Odo I, does the same. Yeah. And like, I, oh, I don't understand how he didn't realize exactly. he was caught. And he starts talking to I, himself. I think he's like, what are they looking at? Get out of the way. What are they look- and yeah. it's like, they're looking at you, idiot. Like, <laughs> it's like right directly at you. Like, like our Ferengis, like they just, they just are not familiar with the concept of eye contact. <laughs> I guess like, they must be looking at something behind me. I have like, I, no <laughs> idea. I don't know. Nothing <laughs> makes sense really so, in this interaction. Yeah, it's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah. That was the, it's, so, it's it's super dumb. It's like it's it's really a bad part of this of this one. <laughs> yeah. So they finally like get get over to cross the room to him. Yeah. And he makes up some lie like, oh, you know, my customers want to be able to fight off a Cardassian invasion with with you at the helm yeah. or something. Yeah, I think he says he's got a simulation <sighs> of like the com- what it's like to be in command of DS Nine, like maybe yeah. the command right. center or something. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to get all the. High level officers. I don't know. It's yeah. Right. Which actually, it's kinda, a good cover. Yeah, it's kind of it's a, a yeah, plausible a idea. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm shocked that they kind of believe it, but but yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I guess uh, they go with it for now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so I believe we flip again. Yeah, flip and, again. Uh, There's a lot of flipping. In this so thing. even though yeah. we've we've figured we figured out the uh, the, the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, we won't be able to stabilize the sun in time, and it's going to shift in five days. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I guess it would take, I don't know, six plus days yeah. to stabilize. So the next cycle. So yeah. Is yeah. when they'll is when they'll fix it. The yeah. the next. Right. Yeah. Right. In sixty years. Right. Yeah. So Doral. No. So that now, Doral now wants to leave. He does. Meridian yes, with he does. Dax. With Dax. Yep. Because they want to stay together. Mm-hmm. Which only proves that they can leave. Right. Which we talked yeah, about exactly. earlier. Yeah. That exactly. the whole yeah. colony could leave, essentially, and fix their problem. Because <laughs> I think they say it's going to take a number of years to eventually stabilize it, like 15 or something. Um, yeah. Uh, and so they could theoretically yeah, go just stay on DS9 for that amount of time and then go back. Yeah. They right? could yeah. figure this like out would age. in one cycle. And right. then everything would be great again for everyone else on the planet. And like right. the 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 leader of this planet should be able to to see that. Like Jarrell well, will be you say one you know, working But one cycle is everyone's gonna age sixty years. Right. So that actually technically you're asking these people to give up on the other dimension. Right. Because most of them will be dead. Oh no, I'm saying just Jarrell, if if he makes a sacrifice and leaves mm-hmm. and 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 works on it mm-hmm. it'll be fixed oh, okay. yeah. for and, everybody else oh, okay. and he gets 
to stay with Vax. Any you, right? you would think that yeah, would I be mean, a... Even if it was just a small team of people, like the, everyone who's a scientist on the planet like decides to do that or, you know. Right, exactly. Um, and maybe yeah. they bring a kid with them or something, like a right. young person. Like, so you would kid... think the leader of this, you know, people would be like, that, that's a great compromise. Like mm-hmm. we lose one person, but he works yeah. on the science to save us the next time. Right. But that's not the case, I guess. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it, it, it doesn't like, it's so work weird. in my brain. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Um, it's dumb. Yeah. They're dumb. This is dumb. And they're, they're, <laughs> so Dax and him are talking about this in like a little nighttime scene. And Dax is talking to him about this game that she likes. Mm-hmm. And Tonga. Yeah. Tonga. Yeah. And yeah. he's just like distracted and not paying attention to her. And I was like, oh, this happened fast. Like he's already tired of her. Like after like t- <laughs> two days of, of knowing yeah. her. And I was like, okay. So yeah. speaking of, of that, that Tongo speech, mm-hmm. she was giving him tips on Tongo. Right. Which I believe someone earlier on in the episode said something about like someone let her win. Yes. So the yeah. doctor is and, explaining uh, to her that Quark has a crush on her. And because of that, he lets her win at Tongo and right. that she's surprised by this because she thinks that she's actually good at Tongo. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. And, and her strategy was essentially when you have a good hand, you play it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, That's a fine strategy. It was like, it was like that simple. She's like, oh, okay, well, when, when your cards have the, you know, the advantage, yeah. you play them. The end. Right. <laughs> like it, it was like Makes sense. It yeah. seems totally. like the rules yeah. to Tonga yeah. were her, her strategy. Were her strategy. Yeah. So I think she they totally were letting her win. Dax win. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, now so Yeah, I, I think yeah. we're into Act Five now. There's only about like eight minutes left in this episode, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot, bizarre. A lot because, wraps up. <laughs> yeah, like not much happens between a minute like 20 and minute like 40 no (laughs) it's a very weak episode yeah yeah um so odo calls kira to his office and he's like someone has been stealing your private information i think yeah something like um and it's originating yes from quarks bar someone someone hacked your personality whatever right and which is that is that the same then is is hacking mean? like is hacking personal data the same as making a holographic copy of someone? My well, see, I think I think all the information you need is totally accessible, like in the ships, yeah. somehow encrypted database. Yeah. Okay, but that he was trying the easier methods. I see. Uh, yeah, getting her either in a hollow suite or the retarded camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So last resort, he had to just hack into the personnel files. Yeah. Okay. Because my thought was that he was, was just immediately caught <laughs> yes, creating <indeed>. a version <laughs> of her because he probably they probably had a personality profile, like her description of her likeness, maybe even like a scan from transporters or something, maybe. So he was just kind of like building Akira from the ground up from that information. Yeah. Okay. That's what Fair I enough. that's what I thought it was. But yeah, maybe Fair that was harder to do. I don't know. He he says at one point before this happens, I think right before this happens, he meets up with um, Weird Chin Guy again and says <laughs> to him, like, I got the key now. And I think it was probably at a de-encryption code for that information. Mm-hmm. But he pl- it, was. it, it, it was, made me yeah. think of like, it looks like a USB drive and he basically just plugs it into anywhere. 
Like, it looks like you can plug a USB drive into anywhere in the ship because he opens yeah. what looks like a slot machine and just yeah. like plugs it in. And now I have the information. It was so weird. That's how computers work. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We didn't know. Yeah. I guess so. Oh. So I don't remember exactly why, but Jadzia decides to join Brigadoon yes. instead of Dural. To leave her. She was seeing him struggling with it. And she was just like, well, I'll stay with you. Which Such is a dumb yeah. idea. Totally, you know, it's exactly the wrong way to solve the problem. Because yes. they won't be able to work on it at all during this time. Like, right. while they're over well, there. Well, no, her, her going with him has nothing to do with solving the problem. Well, I know. It's just about them staying together. Right. Yeah, but, but it's kind of the worst option for everyone. Right, exactly. You know? They could have worked on more of the science of it to fix it as soon as they came out of it the next cycle. Right. That's how strong their love I is. Guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Uh, I don't know. Man. I don't know. But so, I, I, honestly, I totally I get it. Like, if Jetsia has been around seven or eight lives uh-huh. or who knows how many. Yeah. The chance at living in another dimension as pure consciousness sounds pretty all right yeah i just don't really understand because once again this is not a military organization even though it totally is Mm -hmm. right what is her obligation to the ship right well that's a good question because she puts in a 60 years leave of absence Absence. (laughs) exactly and like they don't seem too strict on her like they seem okay don't seem to have a problem with that is anyone allowed to leave i it seems like all volunteer you know what i mean in all the Star Trek stuff I've seen, it does seem relatively easy to leave Starfleet mm-hmm. if you want to. Like, there's been yeah. a few episodes where people have resigned and it's just, okay, that's it. Yeah. Well, good luck. You know, like, so maybe it truly is a volunteer service force, you know? Well, then, I do I do think it is all volunteer because they have yeah. to apply to the Academy sure. and get it. I mean, I see it well, as a- Well, not everyone, though. What do you mean? Well, not everyone's in Starfleet. No. Oh, on DS9. Yeah. But like we're talking about Starfleet. So yeah, like in order to be in. I was just talking about DS9. Oh, okay. Sorry. So in order to be. But Dax is in Starfleet. So like maybe the requirements for Kira and Odo would be different. I don't know. But um, yeah. Yeah. Like so I see Starfleet as kind of the equivalent as like of like the Naval Academy or West Point or something like that. Like it's volunteer because like you apply to. Yeah, go into the training and then you have service afterwards. Right, something like that. But I, yeah, anyway, I guess. Well, yeah. I, like I, this... I guess what I meant was it's, it's definitely volunteer, but it seems very lax in that you can leave at any whenever time. you want. Yeah, and there's <laughs> zero penalty to you. Yeah, like okay, sure, well, sure. Good, I feel like luck. this touches on a on a deeper thought about DS9 that I have uh-huh. is that DS9 at its core is showing the struggles of a failed experiment. What do you mean? Because it's not just Federation, that this is a collaboration between Federation and other people, Mm -hmm. it's not going that well. Okay. Like, (laughs) they can't really punish anyone, as evidenced by every every time Quark does something (laughs) totally, like, treasonous. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like... And people leave. It just it just seems like they had this, this, like, idealistic goal, and it's just not really playing out how it should 
Well, there are, and I don't know if that was intentional about yeah. from the writers of DS Nine. Well, I definitely think I they like wanted to that. show conflict like that and have it not on a Federation ship to show that, like, you know, sometimes you do have to share and kind of try to get along because, like, the whole the whole Quark thing that's essentially Odo kind of being lax on him. Like, mm-hmm. Odo could arrest him every single time, but he kind yeah. of lets him off the hook a lot. Yeah. Is it because Quark doesn't have to abide by the same rules as him? Well, I think I think Odo secretly likes Quark. You know, it's like a like if I catch him, I'm not gonna know what to do with him. So I'll let him keep. Be, you know, like I'll I'll like scare him just enough this time to. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think it's more like because again, I went back and watched the pilot recently. Like Quark is integral to the station being uh, viable as a station because. Mm-hmm. You can't like the the station needs travelers to come by to keep it kind of like running and bringing in money and things like that. And Quark is like a major integral part of that. Yeah, so I think for the, and, so I think mm-hmm. for that reason, like he's somewhat immune to things that he shouldn't be, which is a problem. And I think that like to Dan's theory, my thought that is maybe they don't punish him because they like need it to appear like things are going well, so they're just like, uh, oh, nothing's sure. wrong here, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, see? Maybe. I don't know. But I, I actually it. think it's more just like, you know, they can't arrest Quark because he's such an integral, like, part of the storytelling of the show. Yeah. Um, and he's because too, the station needs him. But. He's he's too big to fail. A little bit. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So I think this, this takes us bail to... Him out. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I think this takes us to the pivotal scene that everyone remembers this episode for. Okay. Oh, you're talking about is, the... Uh, Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, uh, let let me uh, read from the script. Please do. Uh, okay. As as to what this was supposed to be. Please do. Tyran parts the diaphanous curtains to reveal the silhouette of a sleek humanoid female stretching languidly on a bed. Ooh. He goes through the final curtain, and we join his gaze as it goes from foot, leg, body, covered in a thin shift until she lifts her head from behind a large cushion. Quark's head. <laughs> So, yeah. So <laughs> Kira, when they found out that he had been hacking mm-hmm. her her stuff, instead of going after him and arresting him like her character and Odo's character would totally do. Yeah. I don't know why they're instead in like prankster mode, but right. they instead they rehack the hack <laughs> and put Quark's head on her body. Yeah. So that when Tyrion goes in for uh, for some naughty time, he gets all surprised. It is yeah. so good. Like it's this... it's the one thing in this episode that's legitimately like good. <laughs> like, <laughs> also, though, it kind of looks yeah. like they put the head on by having the actress's head like maybe behind a pillow and then That's like they were like Quark, exactly stand what they here yeah. and then oh. lined up with the body it was looks in the so camera. fake like, yeah it looks so okay. bad this scene has some some stuff behind it <laughs> yeah. okay, okay so kira the or no sorry the actress who plays kira yeah. whose name uh, apparently is nana visitor yeah that's not a name <laughs> i believe you but say okay. it I, I believe it's like visitor, like it's like a it's like a accent on the visitor. Whatever, go go ahead. Okay. Yes. Her first name is Nana, Nana, yeah, like a grandma, <laughs> and her last name is visitor or visitor. 
as in a visitor. A plus name. Okay. Anyway, yeah. I, I can get past that. Sure. Yeah. She, I guess in a previous episode they just filmed, had to wear some like heavy makeup mask thing and was feeling claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. So she refused to do this scene with the body that's not her body because that the person doing that body had to wear a green screen mask thing Uh and she was she was she was feeling too claustrophobic so it's not even her body on there Uh. it's just a random stunt body double is it dennis Dennis (laughs) (laughs) he shaved his legs you know (laughs) no it was just some random lady that was never in anything ever again <laughs> yeah. Oh god. That's so, pretty good. That's pretty good. I don't I don't like it. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, so so Quark's head leans in and says, I've been waiting for yeah. you. And Terrence storms out, like, I will have your head for this, Quark. I don't know when, but somehow I'll ruin you. Yeah. Does, does he ever do that like later on I, in the series? Um I can't say for certain. I don't believe so. Okay. But uh-huh. I, I was hoping they'd bring that back too. around. That'd be fun. They might. Oh um, yeah. But yeah. So that's the end of that uh, plot point. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much so, how it ends. Yep. So that that 15 minutes set up for that one 3 second delivery. Yeah. Uh not not worth Done. it. Not mm-hmm. not worth it. Um <laughs> nah. Um so they figure out a way to well okay, first Dax and Cisco say goodbye. Which um, is like really a heartfelt moment. Like Cisco is choked up about it when he's talking to her it totally is. is yeah but a person with his low voice being choked up it was sounds so alien yeah to me i mean i, I get it it was it actually i feel like it was a well-acted scene yeah it's just that his natural vocal cords doing that is not natural sounding yeah yeah but i the scene i thought the scene was good like it was well written well acted. yeah i thought it was it, good. it was a high yeah. point in this episode yeah. um yeah, Airby Books is just a weird actor. He just he really gets into it, and he like really like yeah. It, it's, it's almost like uncomfortable sometimes the way that he acts because he like he like really dives deep into his character sometimes. Yeah. it's just it's just like sometimes it's hard to watch, but in a good way. Well, I liked it. Like, yeah, yeah, even yeah. like the the lines. It was like it's good. You know, it's, it's in good. sixty years, I'll be a great grandfather, and yeah, you'll be calling me old man. Yeah, right. oh, that's, that's, yeah. That's nice. no, it's yeah, it was it's, nice. It's, it's it's very nice. I actually kind of yeah. enjoyed seeing like. Like, because I know he's not really a captain, you know, he's a commander. It was kind of yeah. nice to see him as like an emotional person. It's like a person, you know, like these yeah. people running the ship are not robots. Like they are people with feelings and pasts and yeah. histories and friendships and all those things. Yeah. So it was kind of nice. And I feel like they do too much of that in Voyager with Janeway. Um, yeah. Like well, it's yeah. overkill. But with here, I thought it worked well. I don't know why. Yeah. But um, I, I feel like if, if Janeway had kind of Cisco sensibility, it worked really well. Because yes. Cisco knows when to be really strong and he knows when to be more like personal. Yes. Janeway yeah. is just always kind of like inappropriate at all times. Mom yeah, yeah. level <laughs> weirdness. So yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um so they figure out a way to make her phase with Meridian. I I forget exactly how they explain yes. this, but it's a, mo- a they molecular level quantum something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah fluctuations yeah um tech techno babble and it's not really important because it doesn't work so, right. so they, they right. exactly they they uh do all this prep to her as meridian starts to fade out 
there's a lot of problems and like seismic activity. And it turns out that she's the one that's holding them back from phasing through. Right. Um, she's presence. acting like an anchor. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, which is crazy that this one little human can stop an entire planet from Man. facing, but whatever. That's fine. What do you know about quantum fluctuation? Uh, not very much, <laughs> to be honest with you. Not very much at all. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah. her... Okay, so so she is like still... I don't know how to describe this. Full, full-bodied? Yes. Full... Uh, Corporeal, yeah, but in black and white, everyone else is kind of like fading away, right? And she like goes to touch Daryl's face and like totally puts her fist through his head, right? (laughs) Which, like, I don't. Once again, I don't know the science behind this, but I feel like that would mess you up, probably. (laughs) Yeah. uh, So, so they're like still like disappearing, and she is. I think choking. Yeah. Because I guess the air is disappearing as That's, well. That right. was what I gathered. Yeah. She's, like, I mean, she's, I guess like she space is, is slowly becoming around and, her. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But she, her choking acting was <laughs> choking like in her else. gut. But maybe, oh, maybe that does make sense. Because isn't the trill being like in their stomach kind of it is like in a it stomach is. pouch? So maybe holding yeah. the gut. Oh, man. She makes went full sense. method. Yeah, she, right. she, she really... <laughs> full message. Yeah. It, it didn't look I'm like a person choking. I'm for straws here on that I one, hope, I, hope anyway. that's, I, I hope that was like like a Jonathan Frakes thing. He's like, okay, like the the trills in your stomach, so make it look yeah. like, like yeah. You know, attention to detail. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, but honestly, they couldn't like, get like seven her, or eight lifetimes correct. Exactly, right. <laughs> like, her, her mouth being wide open and her hands just kind of like covering her like torso. Yeah. It kind of more looked like, like she was... Just surprised yes. that it wasn't working yeah. instead of okay. choking right. or, you know, suffocating. Yeah. She's like, oh, I can't believe that I'm not transported. Right. So I don't know. Next. It was it was really dumb looking. Yeah. It was. It was pretty bad. So she was choking on her own bad acting. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. So they don't get to say goodbye, essentially. They just kind of oh, look yeah. at each other. It's really sad. Yeah, she, Dural, she slapped through his face. Dural yeah. phases away and they beam her back on the ship. Um, and then that's it. Then we have <laughs> yeah. ten, 10 more seconds of film. Yeah. yeah, and it's just her sitting in her. Uh, I, th- I think. Does anyone come to actually say? Sorry? Yeah, yes, yes, Cisco, yes. Right? Uh, Cisco yeah. comes. In. So it's her yeah. in her odd uh, living space, I guess, for yeah. on the ship, not DS Nine, mm-hmm. but the ship ship that they're on. Yeah, and he, you know, she's looking pretty sad. And he comes in and he just says, like, you know, we just want to let you know that as soon as we removed you, they phased correctly. So they're probably yeah. everybody's okay we think and mm-hmm. that sort of thing and basically like you know i'm kind of i'm sorry um and she's like oh it's okay i just need time and then he just 60 th- years or so oh yeah and then she yep. just kind of yeah. sits down and is sad and that's the end of the episode the end. <laughs> yeah which i don't know kind of like we don't get too many really sad endings in star trek usually things get wrapped up and People move yeah. forward, but this one's pretty sad. It is different. Sad. I mean, it's at the very it's no, least. Yeah, it's no course oblivion sad, but yeah, it's still, that was for real. It's still pretty sad. sad. It's yeah. still pretty sad. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. The, the thing about this one though is that like, I don't think he's ever mentioned again. <laughs> the, oh, really? Like, and she just moves See, on. You I know, think like, it would be well, does, does, does sixty years pass? Well, she dies. So, yeah. Oh well, then. well, at, at least. That's another reason that they wouldn't. Bring it up. Exactly. 
Well, the the, the Jadzia part dies. The 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 trill goes into another host. Host. Of so she's it does. kind of still alive, but yeah. But the untrustworthy trill. But theoretically, Maybe that yeah. other lying the, about its age. Exactly. Theoretically, that other right. lifetime trill could still be into Doral because there was that whole line with um, that's true. Beverly and the trill and TNG. That's um, true. But I yeah. think it would be would be like a fun storyline if they followed that up where Dax like is actively working kind of like in her spare time to figure out how to get the planet stable or back or whatever. Like that would be fun to explore. Yeah, that that would have been like, really cool. Yeah, like I I think any other era like uh, if, if that was a show now, that would have mm-hmm. been like a background plot that would have been kind of cool to yeah. like have going on. Yeah. But 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 yeah. But yeah. Do you know if Sad any time. of the short stories followed up with that plot or no. anything? I tried like to find it. I, I couldn't find much about it. Yeah, no, probably not. Sadly, there there yeah. there might be one, but I I, I couldn't couldn't Bummer. find it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Sad times. I just I just got to bring up again. Quark has committed serious crimes, <laughs> and it is laughed off by what I see as the two most serious characters in the show. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> just doesn't. Just does not jive. I don't know. He always gets He's out of it. He's got to have serious dirt on everyone. Yep. He always yeah, gets out of does. it. Just because maybe he does. I, and I think it's all it comes down to they all secretly like him. And it's like, ah, we'll keep him around. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's how, like, how are they going to play like Dabo if he's not there? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's like it's it's like you said, Beth. He's, he's too big for the station to really, you know, it's like, ah, we'll look the other way because he's bringing in a lot of a lot of a lot of business, you know. Yeah, right. This is so. that the station like really needs to keep going. Exactly. Um, I mean, in the first episode, it's Cisco like convincing him not to leave, um, right? Because they need stores and stuff for people who mm-hmm. live there or pass by to like have and shop in and things like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Mm. So yeah. What an episode! <laughs> that was it. <laughs> uh, Dan, do you have any uh, deep dives of any like, uh, certain? Uh, yeah. Okay. So not necessarily tied to this episode, uh-huh. but um, I found a clip uh, from 1993. Okay. Quark, in character, in makeup, Quark was on the live with Regis and uh, Kathy Lee show. <laughs> it is the most cringy few minutes possible because you know that neither regis nor kathy lee has seen or heard of anything that they're talking about (laughs) (laughs) and quark is just awkwardly you know talking about the history of ferengi and like how their women don't wear any clothes (laughs) and like there's just there's no interest from either side of the interview to understand each other that's amazing it's so bad. I'll definitely put a clip up on uh, on the website because it's it's so nineties and it's so bad. Oh, that sounds wow. amazing. Wow. Uh, actually, I think like a few minutes later, he comes out like as his normal kind of kind of creepy looking normal. Song. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a, <laughs> he's a strange looking guy. Uh, and and talking about you know how how much you know makeup is yeah. all all that stuff. Uh, now I did read that. Quark was also on Leno, mm-hmm. but I couldn't find that clip. Oh. So listeners, if listeners, you find sorry. it, yeah. <laughs> tweet it at us. Yeah. But uh, oh man, it was roll bad. That's really good. Everyone should watch it. I'm, and no I'm one going watch to it. immediately watch it after we finish here. <laughs> that's 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 all I got this week. Okay. Very all good. Right. Very good. Pretty good. 
pretty good. Um, we didn't get any feedback this time, listeners, but I did discover a story that pertains to uh, one of our favorite Star Trek writers, Peter David. Ooh, yay! Um, so, <laughs> apparently Uh-oh. he's in some uh, legal trouble <gasps> no. and owes 80... 80- like currently? Yeah, currently. He owes okay. 88000 in back taxes to the IRS. Can we um, can, can we start a GoFundMe for Peter David? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> like- <laughs> He's already taken care of that. Okay. And currently has half of it from fans. Really? He's raised over $40,000. Oh okay, first, just okay. Just from fans. Wow. And his, um, I, I believe it's a GoFundMe. Okay. <laughs> Uh, with no end date on it, and he's already raised $40,000 to pay off his back taxes. Back taxes. Okay, my initial reaction is that I love Peter David and I want to help him, but my other reaction is, why the fuck didn't you pay your taxes? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is not something that's happening to him. Right. It's something that happens. People are picking up his tab. Yeah, it's... It's very shady to me. I, I mean, didn't you I, meet him? You met him last year, right, Newman? I met him two yeah. days in a row at because you got a him to sign convention. my body book. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the first day he was not very pleasant at mm-hmm. all. Um, that was kind of a bummer. The second day he was much better, okay. much nicer. So, okay. given those both of those meetings, I you know on a scale of ten, I'm, I've given like a seven because okay. the first day was a five, next day was a nine. So. <laughs> okay, there um, you go. <laughs> He must have gotten some big uh, contributions yeah, overnight. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, as oh. much as I um like things like Kickstarter and GoFundMe, I think in in essence they are great because they mm-hmm. give fans power to give the creators, you know, um leeway to make art the way that they want to make it. Right. I don't know how I feel about a artist using it to pay back taxes. Right. That's kind of strange to me. I agree. I mean, I get money however you want. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Sure. I'm against I'm against the people that are contributing to his okay. tax tax fund. Sure. But yeah, no, I I agree. Like GoFundMe is awesome. Yeah. Like, all those things. Like uh, I want to say Super Troopers funded their next. There you go. The, the, that cruise mm-hmm. funded their next uh, movie yeah. through that entirely. And yeah. didn't and the, that's that's what it's for. Yeah. Didn't the Nathan Fillion um web series show that he does with um oh, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, anyway, Joss Whedon. Yeah, not no, not with Joss Whedon. The other actor in Firefly, the guy who plays the pilot. Oh, oh it's like um, totally. I forgot, con, um, I'm totally blanking man? on his name. Con huh? man, right? Con man, the uh, Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Alan Tudyk. Yeah, I think didn't they? Fu- they had like a series that they funded. Uh, yeah, I think it was partially think, like. That. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I'm t- I'm about that too. It, it, like I love Peter David of the Star Trek books that I've read. Like yeah. his are by far my favorite. If, it, if he's written it, I will read it because he's yeah. my favorite of the genre writers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's my gut reaction is like, oh, let's save Peter David. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, oh, you're kind of in hot it's, water. That it's stretching just a bit into. too much from. Like what those kind of things are supposed to be for, you know. Like, yeah. and if if he had an explanation as to why he didn't know, he should, is is the victim of some. I thing, think he tries but, to spin it that way, but I don't know how much I believe it. You can okay. you can just I'll go there. Google, yeah, we'll check it Google, out. Google uh, 
Peter David IRS back taxes and his his thing will pop up. And Maybe he, he, he was less friendly when you met him the first time because he knew he was in tax hot water. You know and what? It's possible. That was weighing heavily on his mind. It's possible. <laughs> Who knows? I, I also didn't buy anything. I just I, I Asked him to sign books, so yeah. Maybe so that maybe was, that's why uh, too. Well, yeah. yeah, that's why. Well, I appreciate you taking taking the heat for me, Newman, so my anxiety Absolutely. can get signed. <laughs> Absolutely, and Big he signed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he he signed my Batman Forever uh, novelization. So, Perfect, that's, which yeah. I proudly display. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, so yeah. uh, do we have a, a next episode we're looking forward to? We do have a next episode. Uh, this one is bound to be a doozy. Um, Profit and Lace from season six of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Oh, um, cool. would, a, would a synopsis give too much away? or uh, Basically, Quark changes his sex to prevent someone from becoming the new Grand Nagus, which is the leader of the Ferengi. So... Perfect. That's all I will say. Something tells me this episode could not have happened in 2017. No. I I feel like gender is going to be less fluid in this episode. Yes. It it is uh, straight from May 1998. Okay. Loving it. Let's do it. A certain Star Trek website gave it zero out of ten. So. Hey. Perfect. Cannot Sounds promising. Yeah. Yeah. Very promising. So. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, we forgot to do Is It Worth a Voyage? Oh, yeah. Dan, is it worth a voyage? <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Uh, this, this was uh, the, the better of the two plots. Okay. Was essentially a three second cross dressing joke setup. <laughs> so that's really all you need to know. Like, the, yeah. And the other plot was boring. And inconsequential? Yeah. I don't know. Just f- filled with lovey-dovey and techno battle- babble that just didn't ever go anywhere. Yeah. And even when they made, like, a decision that seemed like it might be important, it was negated entirely for reasons unknown. Yeah. Yeah. And Dax is a liar. <laughs> and that's all I've learned from this episode. Uh, okay. Fair enough. Beth? Um, I think I have to say no, even though the episode, I feel like if you read really heavily into some of the things in the episode, you can generate some interesting conversations like the ones that we had, Mm -hmm. the nature of consent in, you know, technology and using your likeness in virtual form. Um, but I, I really don't think that's where the creators were going or if they did, they didn't actually explore it. You know, they raised a question, but didn't talk about it at all. Um, so I guess if you are the kind of person that is willing to read a lot into episodes, then sure. But my gut reaction would be probably no, just because it doesn't, doesn't really move the plot forward of anything. And like some of the main characters, you don't get a lot of insight into their character. In fact, they act a little bit opposite of the way they normally do. mm -hmm. Um, but we read really into the episodes and we're also not suggesting it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know? yeah, but yeah, that's okay. our purpose, right? That's like what we do here. All right. so yeah. <laughs> maybe oh, we, we read exist. into it so you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we find we try to find the the silver lining, I guess. Um, yeah. So yeah, so uh, no, I don't think you really need need to watch it. Not not worth the voyage. Newman, what about you? 
I'll keep mine short and say no and end it with a quote from the visual effects guy from this, okay. this episode. Okay. He's quoted as saying, I don't want to talk about it. Oh. <laughs> that's, <laughs> excellent. So, that's, I'm a moron a and human. I don't want to talk about exactly. it. Exactly. That's... That's what you put. That's what you say about your own art. <laughs> exactly. <Sure. laughs> yep. Yeah. So there you go. I like it. Three no's. All right. Um, Excellent. Hard no. If you have a uh, if, oh, wait, sorry. Yeah. If you have a question for us uh, and are on Twitter, you can tweet at us at, at make it so so cast. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, you can email us at make it so so podcast at gmail dot com. Yep. Or you can find us on our website where we'll, we'll be posting uh, fun clips and other things at uh, makeitsososopodcast.com. And guys, yeah. you know, it's almost guaranteed that it's going to be read on the episode. So yeah. if you send <laughs> yeah. us something and it's, it's not true. It's true. racist drivel, uh, <laughs> pretty much. Even then. You know? <laughs> we might consider it. <laughs> So if you uh, if you want a platform to be heard, yeah. this might be your chance. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. So, yeah. Well, I think we did it. We yeah. did it. Another one in the bag. Absolutely. Uh, everyone. All right. As always, thanks for thanks listening. Thanks for listening. Yeah. See you next time. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.